had one friend recently break his back because he was like skating around a park and there were a bunch of like uh, like really young girls just learning to skate for the first time, like roller skates. And they're like, dying around. And this old man, he's uh, like in his mid thirties and he um, forgot how to move slower on a skateboard as he was skating around. He just forgot how to break. And suddenly he was going right towards all these kids. And he had a choice between either plowing into four children or just like, stopping and hurling himself to the ground so he hurled himself to the ground and broke his back because he cracked it right his side right against some stairs i'd run over and, kids yeah that's what i told him is just fucking hit the kids they're tiny and soft it's well, <laughs> uh, matt matt said that it would be like hitting uh four adolescent pillows it's fine well there's a there's a whole thing about like uh skate parks and like you know uh people that are skating and then like kids that are toddling around, not knowing what to do. There's gotta be some kind of like, it's like having an adult swim at a pool. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So yeah, that uh, he's uh, recovering from that. He can still walk, but he's having trouble like doing anything that's not laying down. And it's been about two months and he's finally getting to where he can sit in a chair for about an hour a time a day. And he's slowly learning. He's having to reteach himself how to do things like turn left and right, tie his shoes, very basic things like that. Yeah. See, so he was uh, seriously injured. See, I quit that. Uh, I tried to rollerblade, um, I guess like three years ago. And I realized I was too old for rollerblading because I rollerbladed. Uh, couldn't stop, went down a cobblestone street and then like took a hard left into a chain link fence. Um, and then I fucking threw the rollerblades away and said, I'm too old for this shit. Yeah, sadly. Like, if you ever rollerbladed down cobblestone, it's horrible. I never got to rollerblade. Like, that's one of my big regrets in life is that I never got to go rollerblading. Like, I just, that never opportunity never presented itself to me. No. Did you miss all of I the 80s and to. 90s? Yeah, apparently. Okay, well, hi, I'm Bobby. I'm Peter. And I'm Pat. There we go. <laughs> All right. That's right. So uh, do, do we do our intro now? Yeah, do our yeah, intro us. Yeah. <clears throat> Hello, ladies and gentlemen out there in radio land. This is those muckrakers coming to you live once again through the power of the Internet. I'm Pat. Again, I'm Pete. I'm Bobby. <laughs> and this is episode and 118. And in today's episode, tell them what we'll be doing, Pete. Uh, we're going to talk about some stuff. Uh, there's some... Um, there's some uh, harrowing tales from the ocean. Uh, there's some there's some stuff going on on public transit. Um, a lot of racism in this episode. A surprising amount uh, of racism. racism in America. No. And some uh, some really fun uh, nuclear stuff. Uh, that's going yeah. On. Radioactive racism. <laughs> Radioactive racism. Oh no! Atomic racist, the new supervillain of this century. <laughs> well, that's what it feels like. Let me go ahead and start out with that. So, if you guys don't know, um, they developed this thing called the 1619 Project as a curriculum for schools to teach um, about basically people who have been erased from history. Uh, 1619, I think, was the year the first slaves were brought to uh, the Americas, and then like slavery started from there. So, it's this basic like. Uh, kind of acknowledgement of, um, you know, the fact that our whole country is built on white supremacy. There is there's an argument that there are historical inconsistencies with the um, what do you call it? Uh, I guess some of the materials they use, which is like, all right, whatever, you can fix that. But there's been super, super pushback in a bunch of southern states because they're like, they're teaching my kids that it's bad to be white. <laughs> and it's like, no, nah, they're just saying that, like, the, we kind of been built on a system of white supremacy. And maybe that's not good if you're not white. Yeah, so is this getting back to, like, the Florida banning the teaching of critical race theory? Yeah, it ties into critical race theory. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that's a 1619 project directly ties into. Critical yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, they're they pass legislation like in Texas now. Um, I think when you go to the DMV, uh, there's a whole Texas appreciation thing they're doing where like uh, they have that you get your license and they give you a pamphlet on on Texas and freedom, mm -hmm. which is funny because Texas was always was the whole thing was founded on the uh, the the fervent desire to own slaves, Sub subjugation and oppression of humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, Texas, we in Texas believe in being free if you're white. Texas was fine being part of Mexico until they were like, oh, just so you know, to be part of Mexico, you can't have your slaves. And then all of a sudden they were like, whoa, 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 what? USA, USA. God damn it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> USA. Um, so that, you don't like America, you can get out of Texas. But you Mexico, shut up. We'll take it. If you don't like it, you can take it from Texas, from Mexico. Texas, I don't know. Steal some land and then get out. 
Yep. Um, yeah. So that's that's what that's the the Republican conservative idiot ball like right now. Yes. Going back to the old uh, idiot ball shtick where con- modern conservatism just does not work unless someone is carrying the idiot ball this week. Yeah. Something something stupid that conservatives are outraged about. You know what I mean? Like um, what was my favorite Obama's tan suit? Remember Suitgate? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I remember the they got mad. Oh, oh, that. Obama, I remember. Uh, sorry, Michelle Obama uh, going sleeveless. Sleeveless. Yeah, 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 yeah. All of or those. The, or <laughs> Obama wanting mustard one time. Whenever he got a snack from a uh, a place, he went by to eat, and Sean Hannity was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. President. Is that you need your hoity-toity mustard?" To be fair to him, though, I did grow up in the age where they made us think, and they made us think that Grey Poupon meant you were rich as fuck. <laughs> for a that, long that and that ice cream cake thing Do yeah you remember it was, was that... like and it had like ribbons of ice cream or yeah something yeah yeah, it. yeah. Like, and it was it was and, shit you could get at your local supermarket and and feeding your cat fancy feasts out of waterford christmas those feast. three things were the height of sophistication yeah, if, if you did that like, you yeah you're, you're you were the well top. Yourself. You were you were a um. What do you call it? You were a, you were a one percenter. If you mm-hmm. ate gray poop, if you ate gray poupon, you were a Habsburg, sir, in the nineties. And after they pretended like they were so outraged by uh, Obama's eliteness, and they tried to tell us that uh, Trump's fine though, like he's not an elitist. The guy with the giant golden tower with his name on it—that's just the everyman. Just like we all have a giant golden tower with our name on it. I just loved the photo. I love the photo a friend of mine started posting it back back in 2016 whenever people were like Trump's a fan of the people he just kept posting this photo over and over again and it's like the family portrait of like uh, Donald is sitting in a chair Melania is in like a designer dress stacked up bracelets a beautiful diamond necklace diamond earrings in this gilded apartment and Baron is over in the corner of the photograph he's like four or five years old being one of those like go-kart things at the mall you know that are shaped like animals but this one was a lion and it was like yeah super relatable they know what average people are going through (laughs) you uh you know part of um what part of uh real real estate billionaire mogul born in new york says that you know doesn't say i understand the heart of flyover country (laughs) well you know that was like the argument i heard the other day i think it was to own an airline he understands flyover country because he, ah, he flew over it. Yeah, he flew over it. Um, there was a guy going, <laughs> he, he was, they go, they go, he was a billionaire. Now you don't get a billion dollars by being stupid. And I'm like, you do if someone gives it to you. Yeah, yeah, I do. His dad was a billionaire and he managed to get it probably by killing his own brother. These that's the, like, that's, that's, a, that's very likely not true, but it could be. These are the, it's one of the conspiracy theories I don't tend to believe. These are the same. But it's possible he killed his own brother. Allegedly, Trump family do not sue us. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> these are the same idiots during the Middle Ages would have been like, hey, how do you become king if God don't want it? Now, you tell me that's just basic sense. If God don't want you to be king, then you don't be king. Yeah. <laughs> like, just like you can't argue with like stupid logic. Manifest destiny. God wills it. <laughs> well, you know that you know that people are rich and out of touch when they can't do like basic human things, like eat food that the rest of us eat, um, or understand <laughs> what paper towels are. Right? They were these or, big, yeah. white, beautiful towels. <laughs> or go grocery shopping. Oh. Hey, God, Trump thought that you needed like a photo ID, ID to go gro- uh, grocery shopping. Remember? He yeah, said yeah. that, uh, uh, what, what do you mean they don't have photo IDs to vote? They have to have them when they go get their groceries, don't they? The way we make like, fun you've of- You've never been in a grocery store before, have you? The way we make fun of rich people being out of touch in like popular uh, uh, fiction is mm-hmm. exactly how out of touch like he was in real life. Yeah, yeah. He is the, fi- he is the character that a lot of fictional uh, corrupt billionaires were based on. What was the show like, he, where she he was literally like- modeled. <laughs> they, they literally he, modeled him after was- him. He was literally the model for Biff Tannen. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And he did make America like Biff Tannen's future. Like, yeah, completely destroyed. He ran us into the ground. We ended, you know, everyone just sort of hiding inside, hoveling, afraid to go outdoors. It was everything that we said was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was, I love that. That was America at the end. And with complete with the fucking Viking guy storming into the Capitol, trying to take it over while the rest of America was shut down, literally. 
I do enjoy him now with hit like he's he's like a skinny little like horseshoe balding guy and he's like he's all no 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 the this the the, the, the shaman <laughs> the that Viking broke into, man. yeah the Viking shaman. man that he looks so mighty in those photos and then now he's just like all meek and like Mr. Trump I thought he had my back I was I was bamboozled I'm not I yeah, I, no shouldn't, I shouldn't be here I really want <laughs> him to be guarded by that mean guard from Shawshank yeah you cut out. I really want him to be guarded by that mean guard from Shawshank. Like the one that just yeah. the one that beats everybody because they're new and they need to learn. Oh, I, I never saw that movie. You Sorry. never saw Shawshank? You never saw Shawshank Redemption? Oh, my God. That's pretty good. Had Morgan the, Freeman in it. It was it was on in the background of my childhood. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I watch it every I don't even care if I've just seen it. If it comes on like television, I'm like, I'm watching it. Hmm. Yeah. I just like so, listening to Morgan Freeman. I can just listen to that and ignore the rest of the movie. So in um in in uh in, in prison and in, 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 I can't even I can't even come up with a good way to tie this in. Um, in oceanography uh, news <laughs> yeah, today. Oceanography. Um, oh, speak speaking of Shawshank Redemption, by which I mean speaking of swimming through sewage for miles mm-hmm. to reach freedom, by which I mean speaking of swimming the ocean. Uh, Provincetown. A little before eight a.m. Uh, a veteran lobster diver, Michael Packard, entered the water for the second dive of the day. Um, he, I guess, dives down and picks lobster off the um, ocean floor, which I didn't know they're, was a job. They're bottom feeding um, water bugs. I mean, they're actually pretty gross to eat if you think about it. That's why they used to free, feed them to prisoners. Then they marketed <laughs> them as a delicacy and people thought, yeah, OK, sure. And they pay top dollar for them. Well, he goes well, that's like that's that's kind of like how uh, like clams and oysters or well, oysters specifically that used to be commoner food, you know, and uh, then we basically harvest them to near extinction. And now they're hoity toity or at least upper middle class, you know. Well, uh, this guy says he uh, was diving. All of a sudden he felt a huge shove. And the next thing he knows, it was completely black. Um, he thought when he saw a giant white shark uh, coming towards him, um, or a great white, but it turns out it was a whale. He got swallowed by a fucking whale, completely <laughs> eaten by a goddamn whale. Um, had to be by accident, like it was just swimming by with his mouth open and he was just in the way. <laughs> well, he thought he goes, he goes, I thought of myself, he goes, There's no way I'm getting out of here, I'm dead. All I can think of was my kids. Um, which is sad, but I feel like my real thoughts, if I was swallowed by a whale, would it be like, I can't believe I got swallowed by a fucking whale. And this is how I die. Nature's gentle giant. (laughs) (laughs) How many, and no one's even going to know what happened to me. Like no one's even going to be like, man, eaten by whale. Like I'm just like, I'm gone. Um, so uh, he was, he's all in his scuba gear. So he's just sitting in there like, what's up? (laughs) Um, and I guess the whale was like, what the fuck did I just eat? And so the whale, uh, uh, he was in there for like 40 seconds. Um, whale yeah, surfaced whales, and like spit yeah, well, out. Whales tend to, their digestive system is built for plankton, not for people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially not a full-on diver. Yeah, it yeah. spit him out. The guy's fine. He's got some bruises, I guess, where the whale was just like. Did he finally start teaching the word of God when he was spit up, though? That's the real question. <laughs> you know what? That would have been my second thing. would have been like, I got to go teach people the Bible now. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, God told me to, and I didn't listen. Oh my God, no! There, fucking hell! Like, I got uh, eaten by a whale. There was a really great TikTok. So some some little Christian kid. He's like, look, kid. He's like twenty something year old guy. He's like looking into his phone and he's crying and he just goes, "If you don't tell everyone all the time about the love of Jesus, you either don't believe in him or you hate." everyone around you and then it just cuts to this this one chick who's kind of getting popular on tiktok and she just looks down and goes both and then just um i i wouldn't even teach people about the bible because i believe in it i just think no one's gonna have a better fake televangelist preacher background story i was literally eaten by a whale oh my god yeah Especially if they had like if someone was like photographing this shit happening, yeah. and then like you could be like the guy who was spit up, be like, "I am Jonah, come." You know how much <laughs> money I could make just going on stage, being like, "I've been eaten by a whale." Give me your money. <laughs> yeah. Hallelujah. Like so. Was there anything else in the story? Like you sped out and no, he was spit out. He went to the hospital. They're like, "You're good." And he's like, "I'm good." And uh, did, did they believe him when he, he walked in there and he's like, I was eaten by a whale? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like a guy on a boat with him who saw the whale come up and like spit him out. Like, 
You know I mean? like, How surprised was he? Was he with the guy like? Sorry, that's under? yours, <laughs> man. I'd be I'd be trying to get my phone out so quick. I'd be so mad that I, like I didn't have. I'd be like I missed I, getting watching Wilder get spit out of a whale. If, <laughs> if I uh, if I like saw him get sped out by the well, I would have fished him into my boat and then been like, "Aren't you glad you like taste gross?" <laughs> man, I'm glad I didn't shower today. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's just it's like the most interesting. Also, apparently, there is a Cape Cod Times. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 did I, not, I believe it. Yeah. yeah, I did not know that. I've been doing this thing now where I read, um, I read an article and then I research it using other news sources. Because uh, for some reason, the Daily Mail keeps coming up on my feed, and I'm like, I gotta, re- I gotta. Whenever you posted the Daily Mail in the in the group chat i was like and i read it on the daily <laughs> i know i always like because uh, i don't i don't think the daily mail completely makes up the basic news story they just take it and then like i would have loved this news story if this news story had made it through the daily mail i feel like they would have tied the whale in with cancel culture you know what i mean or something you know what i mean like <laughs> leftist whale tries to eat you know Try, tries, tries to, to cancel scuba diver man minding his own yeah. business mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um yeah so no i like yeah I, I don't i don't trust the daily mail i feel like getting your news from the daily mail is like getting your news from that crackhead that hangs out at the gas station everyone knows mm-hmm. the one there's always one guy you know at the crappy gas station um yeah. he'll, he's gonna give you bits of like truth but it's gonna be so lost in the weird scrambled crack brain that he has mm-hmm. um that you're gonna so need never to- be able to decipher like what bits are true and which bits aren't and either way you should probably like move away from him quickly the trick yeah. is to not make <laughs> eye contact they talk to you when yeah. you make eye contact yeah um that's so uh, just like th- keep your keep your eyes down and go forward i i will say though man um i saw a uh a cab hit a lady up here uh near uh, really? union, yeah near union square new york she's on a bike it was well, he didn't kill her but it bumped her pretty good and so the cabbie's like out of his cab the guy riding in the cab jumps out of the cab and is taking picture of the cabbie's license plate which i felt was a little bit of a betrayal because like you're supposed to be on the cabbie side right like right. we're in this together um so the lady's like like she's like ah my knee and like all this is happening meanwhile um this this crackhead that had been doing something else comes over and sees it and then escalates it the only the way he could he starts making a song he starts going oh my god you're gonna lose your job you're gonna go to jail you're gonna lose your job like just screaming it like so i mean that's the daily mail (laughs) (laughs) what happened he's gonna lose his job okay but like what happened he's gonna go to jail okay but like i need to know the i mean you're not wrong but like just, just more details, please. Oh, she been eaten by a whale. <laughs> that whale gonna lose its job. <laughs> um. So, uh, Wild, did you want to tell us about something? Ah, uh, sure. Like we all want to tell someone about something, but I, in particular, wish to tell y'all about uh, this background of mine, which is also as relevant to my story as your well is to yours. For we are all—are we not all lost in the darkness of um, this world, which is so obfuscated by the uh, the likes of the Democrats? But there is one guy who is actually making things more clear for all of us. Q, Q, who, as we all know, is the seventeenth uh, letter of the alphabet. And you know what else only happens once every 17 years? Well, the cicadas, the cicadas come back. If you're not a crazy person who explain who Q is like this How whole rabbit hole. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so I was rambling because I don't have much of a story today. I have a thing about cicadas coming back and the Q theorists are trying to say that it's significant because one of them landed on Biden. And so that's meaningful in some way. But who is Q? Q is something that a bunch of 4chaners believe in that they've been following for a long time to try and say that Trump is secretly trying to lead the world uh, in a crusade against the pedophilic demon-worshipping Democrats and Hollywood elite that are trying to destroy the world. That that totally checks out. That checks out. You don't need to explain anything else. My problem (laughs) with that is like I can believe in pedophile Q Q is someone on the inside. He's a secret person who posts all these truth bombs, but we don't know who he is, but he's someone. He's the Nostradamus of our times. He's posting things that that you you have to so, really like do a back stuff like like Pizzagate, right? Like yeah. Hillary Clinton runs a pedophile ring in the basement of this one pizzeria, and someone believed it enough to show up there with like a gun to try and save everyone, only to discover the pizzeria didn't have a basement. So, or they yeah. or or they filled know. it in. 
or they filled it in. Yes. Um, if you didn't have a basement, then why did you fill it in? <laughs> my, the basement was in on it the whole, the whole time. time. <laughs> the call was coming from inside the basement. <laughs> my my issue is like I do believe that there are pedophile rings because they clearly exist. A lot of them are perpetrated by wealthy people. Absolutely. I just don't think that Trump is the Superman that we're looking for. I think he's part it's, of the pedophile ring. He is like him and his good buddy Jeffrey Epstein were a uh, huge part of all that. Like, so he makes the problem, like everything, he makes the problem worse. He doesn't help. But these are also the same people that believe Trump's playing, you know, five-dimensional chess. And that whenever he's acting like a dumbass, it's because he's secretly trying to, like, slide pieces into place or delivering coded messages to his followers. I don't know. I've lived a lot of life, and I got to say that I'm definitely subscribing to the theory that there is no overarching conspiracy because nobody is smart enough to run it. Like you have to do, you have to believe in a degree of competency that our government has never, ever, ever exhibited ever at any point. I, I mean, Nixon was way more competent than Trump, and even he got caught pretty easily too. Like, yeah, and repeatedly. Yeah. And there was, there was stuff that he did that is lesser known. Like Nixon tried to poison and kill a reporter. And not many people yeah. are aware of that. Oh, well, now but. now we know that um, that the Trump DOJ very early on in, the 20, in 2017 um, was keeping tabs on and pressuring Apple to give them the data of several reporters' phones. Yeah. Like that broke two days ago. Yeah. That uh, the, the oh, Biden Justice Department basically just went like whenever Apple was like, hey, are you guys still waiting for this? Because we're still not going to give it to you. And the Biden administration just went, no, who asked for this? And it was because the Trump administration was trying to figure out uh, who was like, you know, alt White House press staffer and alt uh, uh alt interior secretary on twitter and stuff like that you know who was leaking yeah. all this incredibly truthful information about trump white house it was and they well, were trying to downplay it well weren't weren't the leaks all coming from his own people like was it yeah everybody yeah. that yeah. was around him was like yes was, mr trump and then they were all immediately like hey i got literally a scoop for you the turnover yeah. in the white house when trump took office was absolutely astronomical yeah. and according to a lot of people who were there like whenever they got in, it was just a mad dash for take whatever office you that isn't nailed down, find whatever seat that isn't nailed down, try to figure out what exactly it is you do here. Yeah, and but, you know, know a lot of people that were not only on 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 Trump's. Uh, you know, me and me and Wilder briefly had we had discussed just going to Washington. And yeah, just, and just, just wearing nice job and just showing up. Yeah, just there. wearing nice suits and being like, "Hey, I should be the uh, deputy secretary of the interior, and here's why: I have a beard. I love the woods. I just show up and be like, I love Trump. He's so bigly, and just see yeah. if that would actually get us in. Just like show up, praise him, see if we can get a job there. We really felt like we could do it. Like this is the perfect time. <laughs> if you ever wanted to be secretary of the interior, like in your life oh, yeah. without actually working for it or knowing how to do it, now's the time to do it. And all you have to do is prove that you're incredibly incompetent at the job and they give you the job. They give <laughs> it, it just, to you. Like if would, you're extremely damaging to the role that you're supposed to be performing, you get the job. Like it's, that's it's how like we I told, operated. I've told people you would not believe how little I would sell out for. Yeah, <laughs> like just the the like man. If somebody was like, "Hey, you know, we really like what you're doing, but we'd love you to run an alt right like media thing. We'd like you to become a bearded Candace Owens." I'd be like, "You mean like you're gonna pay me to just talk like on TV about <laughs> shit? Like, absolutely, I'll do it. I don't know how long <laughs> I could do it. Like, I think just having to fake outrage about like dumb shit and pretend that you didn't understand racism would be very emotionally taxing. But at least for a little while, I'd be making some decent money." Oh, and today the liberals are upset because the police officer killed someone. Now this criminal was there being a criminal and all the cop did was try to restrain him reasonably with a knee to his neck like you do. And now all the liberals are mad at him. Like, like you know, I'd, I'd, have to, I'd have to find a way to like spin that story recently of a, a cop who pulled over a pregnant lady. So she did what everyone should do. She put her flashing lights on, slowed down. They were like on the interstate. So she's looking for a place to pull off that's safe. What does he do? Oh, yeah. I thought he this, speeds yeah. into her, crashes in her car, does the pit maneuver and flips her vehicle over. So like then he, gets, then he gets out and he's like, can you get out of the car? Why didn't you stop? She's still in the car and she's going, ah, 
I was trying to find a safe place. Ah, like she's pregnant. Like now she's like, anyway, she's suing the shit out of him. And I hope she, she gets t- her money. Me too. Jesus Christ. But like, but like, I would like, it'd I be would fucking have to, hard to read that story and then take the officer's side and be like, like pregnant women need to learn not know to what? drive. But you want to know what people will mm-hmm. take. Yeah. I mean, if I was paid like $50 an hour to just sit here and say, yeah, why didn't she stop? I mean, yeah. I mean, what you do if you want to justify it is you just leave out her side of the story, right? Yeah. Like you pretend like well, she should have she should have stopped immediately and laid on the pavement. You know, he yeah. didn't know like he know, didn't know she was pregnant. Oh, my God. He is the authority. You listen gun. to the authority. <laughs> She she could have been pregnant with a gun. He didn't know <laughs> it could have been a gun instead of a baby. <laughs> now, Peter, guns don't kill people. People kill people. She could have been pregnant with a Mexican, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how do we oh, know that Mexican how baby coming into the country? Now. Oh, you're right. Yeah. They're smuggling Anchor inside baby. their uteruses. Oh my god! Oh <laughs> yeah. my god! See, we would do a great alt right podcast. We would just want to kill ourselves <laughs> after the episode was over. Yes. Uh, I'd be on so many drugs after each episode aired. I'd have it's to be on the drugs before the episodes. Yeah, I'd, I'd be on here like Don Jr. Just like my eyes are like, oh, I'm just like <laughs> hopped up on cocaine, like well, crying well, we from to, all no, the. No, no, you don't have to do illegal drugs. You just have to get on Ambien. Remember yeah. Roseanne Barr? She blamed Ambien for <laughs> her, her all the racist shit. Yeah, That's yeah, and then favorite. Ambien tweeted back at her saying, "There are a lot of side effects on medication <laughs> that people should be aware of, and that we encourage doctors to make." people aware of however overt racism is not one of the side effects <laughs> i would if i was ambient i would have sued the <laughs> shit really out of her i've been like roseanne leave like, us out of your fucking mouth like i was like oh my god astrazeneca just fucking clapped back and i'm here for it <laughs> jesus christ like fucking, oh, how, how fucking great. terrible you're just trying to sell people some sleeping medication and someone's <laughs> like it made me go on a racist tirade like no the fuck it didn't no. we got science <laughs> to prove it it's no no, it actually didn't. <laughs> oh, where is that? It's yeah. funny too, because Peter's like ahead of the curve here. When I was a kid, I kind of liked the Roseanne show, but Peter always hated it. Like from no, the why did I want to watch my own family's life on TV? <laughs> it was like blue collar poor people. Uh-huh. Dan was cool. Yeah, you put a know. mustache on Dan. You had my dad, you know. Ah, yep, yep. So, uh, did I have any other news? Uh, I think you just you just now that was the, about uh, everything. Like um, Joe Biden went to visit Boris Johnson, and nothing eventful happened. So like that's kind of the wall that I hit here is I'm trying to like follow the news. But when our current president like doesn't do stupid shit every five minutes, it's really hard to like have an impressive <laughs> news segment. Like what did he say to Boris Johnson? Normal stuff. Yeah. Like I, I forgot about it as soon as I <laughs> nice read to it. Meet so, you. Yeah, yeah. Like, you like shook hands. It was like good to meet you, Mr. Johnson. Like that was uh, it. Well, no, it was nice to see you again because he met him whenever he was mayor of London. Like you yeah. know, it's just <laughs> there was there was no like there there was no like he slipped and fell into the ocean and like couldn't get up. You know, like uh, <laughs> like he fell and pulled Boris Johnson's pants down when he fell. You know, kind of shit. Like remember, like when Trump went over there and he met the Queen and was like walking in front of her and stuff and being rude as shit. Or he went to feed the the koi fish at in Japan and he just like took the whole fish box because he didn't know how to feed fish. We so just threw it into the koi pond. I'm surprised he didn't throw paper towels at him. Yeah, yeah, like hurricane I feel, victims. I feel like you could have put anything in his hand, and I would have. If we had become like his aides, I would have been like, "Oh, Mr. President, to uh, to feed koi fish, you have to throw this knife at them." So we would have set a video of just Trump <laughs> throwing knives into a sacred koi pond. Like, oh, yeah. uh, when you see the queen, um, you have to throw rice in her face. It's yeah, you have to you remember to. Like, Slap her left tit really, really hard. Just make a pop. <laughs> yeah, just like, just because he's gonna do it because he doesn't know any better because he's not, yeah. he doesn't know how to do anything correctly. Exactly. He'd probably fuck it up too. He'd just like hit her right tit. He's still, <laughs> he's still. Um, there was a speech the other day. By the way, no one will air his speeches, which is great. Um, <laughs> like not, not even Fox News. Fox News was like, this is old shit. Um, yeah, but like, apparently, Fox knows. Well, Fox has almost never aired stuff he's actually said. If you've noticed, like throughout his entire administration, they just give summaries of what he said. That way, they can spin it to make him sound like yeah. a sane, reasonable person. Because they know that people that actually listen to him are like, "Oh my god!" To 
calling for a stronger NATO, and it's just Trump going, and then we then we bomb Russia, and then we bomb Syria, and then we like the it's usually stuff like, and then what we do is we all look at my ratings last night because they were tremendous. Well, see, well, clearly he's calling for a stronger NATO. He went on, he went on and on about like when he was at West Point, he almost fell down a ramp. Like that was like half his speech. He was like, and by the way, that ramp it was. That rant was like, about the rant that he like slowly did. did, do, did yeah, do, yeah. Do. Sure like, that it was almost one year ago today that that happened. Yeah, he's still talking about it. Like he is like the he relative. Blames, he blames everyone else. And I, I bravely drank that water with two hands because I had a very nice tie on, and I didn't, I, I didn't want to get anything. It on just it. reminds me of that pedantic stuff when you go out to like outback with like family members, and then you've got like that old uncle who's like, I don't even know, remember, uh, you were in high school, and I, I couldn't get in the building, and that door <laughs> was just like, no, grandpa, it was a push door, and you were fucking pulling. That's. That's the pro. No, it was, you know, that it was like that place was built like Fort Knox. No, you just can't read. It was only <laughs> after they let the blocks and the doors wouldn't even open. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't a- know what went on. I, I went there. There was a black man walking with a white girl, clearly showing her my the way favorite. to her, her white boyfriend, I reckon. It was one of my favorite things ever was during the Trump presidency whenever like old white boomer conservatives would just go, we've never been so divided as a nation. <laughs> you, you were alive for segregation. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck are you talking about? Um, I mean, there it's was never a... affected you quite so much. Yeah. Well, yeah. you know, there was a time in which I remember one half of the country lined up and then the other half of the country lined up and then they all shot at each other for four years. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty divisive, I think. And that was only whenever we were two thirds of the country we are now. Yeah, yeah, so we're yeah, a whole yeah. third bigger. You know, it was when I was talking, I was talking yeah. to um, uh, Sam the other day about like, uh, we were listening to a thing on the Black Plague and I go, you know, the next time someone's like, this is the worst time to be alive, I'm going to cough in their fucking mouth and be like, nope, 1347 <laughs> was way worse. You stupid, stupid person. Their fucking mouth. Yeah, I'm going to be like, hey, come closer, get like real oh, close no. and just like, ah, like. Oh my God. This is, in the past is awful. Listen, when I got, when I have I got, a really good the, everything in the past is terrible. When I got, uh, when should I, got, I do like Pat Science Corner about the planets? Well, to, when, uh, to lead into that, or oh, hold on, think about it. When I got COVID, right? I'm yes. like, anytime in the past, I didn't just lay in a pool of my own sweat and vomit and like wait to die. Like I laid on a a bed, like a giant cushiony thing of pillows, and then I instacarted food from from uh the store to my mouth and just waited it waited it out like and you're no. telling me that that's not worse than in uh 12 the 12 1300s when you would be like laying in a pile of your own feces outside of your house yeah because no it's one too wants hot to be inside you. there's yeah, too yeah, many yeah. rats inside the house yeah no one wants to be around your sick ass like this is no. the best this is honestly yeah like rivers like, of feces used to float through the streets and people would walk in them and wonder why everyone's getting sick <laughs> so bobby oh. tell us some more why the past was terrible well, it, and it's and it's the recent past. It's within living memory, and it sort of ties into the the news that I wanted to talk about today. So let me let me talk about that first. Okay. Uh, as you can see by my 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 background, this is oh god, I'm never going to get used to that. Or if you're just listening um, to the podcast, as you can hear, as, as you, you can, can hear. hear. Uh, well, my background for the YouTube portion for the YouTube we're on YouTube audience uh, that you can see on YouTube is uh, the 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 art cover the. Um, uh, the album cover art for uh, Imagine Dragons Radioactive. Um, so recently in the news, Chernobyl, back in the news, you know, we thought, mm-hmm. well, you know, it had its 15 minutes because HBO had a special or whatever. But um, so some news about Chernobyl that's recently come out is that uh, some of the, because everybody knows the elephant foot, right? It's a mm-hmm. giant piece of what's called corium which is basically just a giant slurry of radioactive material and reactor parts that melted into the basement of the building. And a lot of media outlets, a lot of less than reputable media outlets did some clickbaity titles calling like, you know, oh, the, the core is waking back up and all this other stuff. Well, anyway, it's actually, it's actually very, it's, it's actually, watch uh, on, on YouTube, there's a YouTube channel called Kyle Hill. He's a, he's a very handsome man, but he actually knows what he's talking about uh, whenever it comes to nuclear physics. He's a science communicator. He used to work for Nerdist. And um, anyway, so so he 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 put out a he put out a new a new episode today about it. Um, yes, the corium is intermittently because we have sensors all over the building. 
like especially where the corium is because we have to keep tabs on it and uh it has been heating up and cooling down at, 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 at much higher intervals than it has in the past but we're not in any sort of danger of it you know becoming another you know becoming a china syndrome where it goes down into the ground and hits the groundwater and explodes again and everything and this actually has a lot to do with the the um the recent deployment of a giant shield over the whole site so reactor number four for since about 1989 had been covered in what was known as the sarcophagus now the sarcophagus was basically built as quickly as fucking possible to cover the exposed uh the exposed reactor core so that it would stop you know leaking radioactivity everywhere and um and uh it did its job it it stopped most of the harder stuff from getting out but it was just a start and then the soviet union collapsed and everybody was kind of like oh god you know little ukraine is probably not going to be able to afford um to put this all together so it's taken until i believe it was last year that the new shield has gone in place and part of the plan is to dismantle and dispose of on site the um the original sarcophagi the original sarcophagus and then to also uh disassemble the whole reactor building and eventually the reactor itself and eventually the corium and dispose of them on site under this shield and right near it in you know shielded uh shielded undertakings in order to you know clean up the site essentially and make sure that we don't have what we were having before the shield went into place which is the reason why we've started seeing spikes in radioactivity in the uh areas of the plant that are filled to the brim with corium and this is because the old sarcophagus was so poorly built of course it was built as fast as fucking possible it was just meant to keep radiation from coming out not necessarily to keep other things from getting in and one thing that got in a lot was water well you might be saying to yourself well what what effect would water have well water in a nuclear reactor is the moderator and basically what it does is um so how how nuclear fission works is you have one atom that splits and a neutron shoots off at a, at a fast speed. Now, if there's no moderator to slow that neutron down, it's not going to hit anything. It's moving too fast and it's just going to keep going. And that's where we get radiation. That's that's free neutrons is what, what happens there. It's what makes you sick. It's what fucks up your DNA. It's what, you know, kills the grass and makes children cry. And, you know, Charleston Heston, oh my God, you really did it. You blew it all up. Um, Maniac. So, so as the water was getting into the building through the sarcophagus, uh, the water was landing around the corium and, and pooling. And like we actually have pictures and videos from inside corium areas of the plant that aren't you know near the elephants, but the really bad shit, um, where it's literally almost waist deep water in these basement sub levels, and the water started to act as a moderator, and some nuclear, some fissile material was reacting with it and so we were seeing spikes and stuff so now what we're seeing with the shield over the top this giant it's it's this shield is so fucking big it is taller than the statue of liberty plus her pedestal and it is wider than the coliseum in rome this thing is fucking huge well the fact that like um, inter- internationally like we've never been like hey guys maybe we should all throw in a couple of bucks and uh, no 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 that, that's exactly what happened is everybody has chipped in it's like a huge united nations thing yeah. that's happened there and same yeah. with japan japan asked for help with uh, fukushima united states three mile island's been decontaminated we're fine over there but um yeah. anyway so because three mile island was nowhere near as bad as uh as um fukushima or uh uh fuck chernobyl um anyway so so what we're seeing now and why uh it made a scientific paper (laughs) that the corium was spiking in radioactivity was because it was unusual that now that the moderator has been almost completely removed this 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 rainwater that had gotten in has been almost completely removed uh, that we were still seeing some spikes and it was basically a paper about, hey, isn't that kind of funny how that's happening? Less than reputable newspapers and websites took that to mean 
it's going to blow again. Everybody freaked the fuck out. And I just, you know, I wanted to share the story and 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 the well, update on it because like so many people, I, I actually did have a couple of people send me the article and go, you're smart. Tell me if this is something I should have to worry about. And the answer is no. <laughs> No, it's you just, really don't. You, it's you the really same don't. way. But, you know, we, we talked about like like they'll uh, less than reputable news places will take like scientific papers and they'll just pull a headline. Like they'll do a thing where they're like, it turned out that based on this scientific study, uh, these people cause autism. <laughs> these people that yeah. consume bacon also <laughs> saw a reduction in the cholesterol or whatever, right? Uh, yeah. And then they'll be like, bacon reduces cholesterol. Everybody eat bacon. It's like, no, it's not what they're fucking saying. They're just like, is it this interesting? We don't know if this yeah. is connected. Yeah, like. And but that leads me into uh, everything in the past was terrible uh, within living memory. Everything in the past was terrible. During the Chernobyl disaster, which, you know, it wasn't just a one day, one night thing. And I'm really glad that's part of the reason why I'm glad the HBO series came out, because it kind of really showed people this was not like a one day thing. This was still going on. Well, weren't you know, the people that live next to it, like, weren't the people that live next to it, like, it was all, it was spewing radiation for, like, a week, and they're like, I don't know why my hair is falling out, and my 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 teeth are loose, and my gums, they bleed, like. <laughs> well, they, they, got, they, they got, it shines they got the, the, children, light, the they, they got the children out of Pripyat fairly quickly. It was, like, by day three. That's still a lot of time. Yeah. catatonic stun disbelief of an RKM reactor cannot explode. And part of the reason why they thought an RKM reactor can't explode is because it's not a pressurized vessel. It's, it's, not, it's not a pressurized reactor. And that's right. part of the reason why they thought it couldn't explode. Well, anyway, everything in the past was terrible. You know those liquidators that you saw in the HBO special, the people that came in to like, you know, help clean it up and go out onto the roof of Chernobyl and throw stuff and it was like you know you can only last two minutes two minutes two minutes yeah the part they left out of the hbo special was the soviet government telling these men it's either two minutes on the roof of this broken reactor or two years service in afghanistan you choose i think i would choose afghanistan i i don't know i think i would choose reactor but every single one of the liquidators is dead yeah, so see, people come back from Afghanistan. Sentence. People don't come back from Chernobyl. Uh, not a lot. Not a lot of people, man. Afghanistan. I'm, Afghanistan is where empires go to die. I'm just. I'm more comfortable. What broke the Soviet Union along with Chernobyl and Afghanistan is sure as hell was there. There is a grave to the British Empire there as well. I just Alexander that, too. I just think yeah. that I'm more comfortable dying in a way I understand, like getting shot in the fucking face, than like slowly being like, well, I guess one of my organs is working its way out of my armpit right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like but I, everything I, in the yeah. past was terrible. Hooray! Yeah. Are we doing a letter now? Um, it was, well, it was really touching in Japan during the, the Fukushima disaster. They had old people volunteering to go do the work on site because they were like, yeah. listen, collectively, we're old. We've had kids. We've lived our life. Chances we've are lived the, our lives. Yeah, why, we have yeah, a why shortened, let you young folks yeah. throw your life. So exactly. They're Damn. like, we have a shortened lifespan. We're like 60. These people are going to live a lot longer. So it's going to affect us less. So we're going to volunteer. Like, yeah. And it's like that spirit of volunteerism. You're like, oh, my God, that's nice. Too bad that that's boomers. Actually part of how, uh, that's actually part of how China contained the coronavirus as quickly as they did. Um, a lot of people, people were like, oh, China was faking the coronavirus. Look, they didn't even get affected by it. It was a biological. What? No, no, no. See, see what, what had, see what had happened was, um, a incredibly centralized authority government can do things that a federalized, divided into fifty states with fifty thousand different opinions country can't do and what and it's what china did which was they deputized the elderly they literally took people who were retired nurses retired doctors retired veterinarians retired pediatricians retired nurses assistants and and teaching aides and you know school nurses and stuff like that and they said okay we need you for the next eight months you're going to go live in this neighborhood with this housing project in it and your job your job is to enforce that everyone when they come home from work get a temperature check before they go into the building you are required to get to know every single person in this building and get to know their idiosyncrasies and learn and study them to see if anyone is coming down with the virus now if they come down with the virus you have to alert the local health ministry immediately 
quarantine them in their apartment and go buy them groceries and put them on the list and we'll make sure that their rent and utilities are completely fucking covered while they're under quarantine and we'll get them a test. That's how China defeated the virus. That, they well, deputized that, the elderly. And they do. Right? I feel like China does have more fuck around and find out than we do. I feel like yeah. all of this, like, I'm not wearing a mask. I'm going to act crazy. I feel like in China, you just get drug away and disappeared. And then mm-hmm. we never have to see fucking, like, anti-masker well, care. That's, that's also how, like, Cuba has not, I think it's, I think it's been something like 40 years since Cuba has had someone uh, die in a hurricane. And part of the reason for that is in Cuba, a mandatory evacuation means if you don't come willingly, we will bring you to jail at the evacuation site. Right. So yeah. figure it out. Figure it out. You know, it yeah. it, it bothers me that yeah. like, you know, a, a really good kind of like centralized, almost fascist thing. If you're not basing it on weird, like racial, let's kill everybody. Um, or if, if you if you if you harness fascism for the common good. It can be handy. It just always goes sideways. And someone's like, why don't we kill all people with auburn hair? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what makes fascism different from authoritarianism. Fascism has elements of authoritarianism, but it is not itself entirely authoritarian. Yeah. So today's Dear Wesley, uh, speaking speaking of authoritarianism and whatnot, uh, it takes place. Because Wesley's word is law. (laughs) It takes place (laughs) in um, Sydney, Australia. Um, two men confronted a group of teenagers on a Sydney on a Sydney a Sydney train, threatening to shove the cool the school kids' phones up their asses after they ignored multiple requests to stop blasting music up their own asses. Like I'm going to take your phone and put it so far up my own ass. I'm going to feel those good vibrations. And that, that is exactly fun. the misunderstanding that Wesley would have made. Right. Um, footage. footage <laughs> All they need online. to do is just go ahead and go for it and put the phone on vibrate. <laughs> have yourself a good time. Spam call. <laughs> um, footage online shows a man storming over to the group of students sitting in the corner um, and playing a, ra- a loud rap song on their phone. Um and apparently they, they say, huh, what did you say to me? The man asked as he approached the boys before, uh, the, I guess, this, since this is in Sydney, he yells, turn down the music, cunts! Because I guess that's a thing they can say. I, I mean, think it means different stuff in Sydney and England than it does over here. They certainly it's, say it a lot more. Uh, they say it a lot more. It doesn't, it's not considered as strong a word over there as it is over here. For whatever um, reason, they just decided that it's the same thing as saying, bitch bastard whatever the man like also words that says, don't really offend people that much it also goes want me to jam it up your ass the man seeds and the uh, the boy replies can, can you not touch it the man starts screaming to turn it down pointing his hand in the boy's faces before he's joined <laughs> by another man who also starts shouting at the teens uh you're not on the playground anymore the second mount scolds uh turn it down i'm sick of your shit um these two guys must have steps on uh, the first man <laughs> continues uh, adding or i'm going to jam it up your ass um and so do they have drywall to punch in britain i don't know the custom there i feel like it's all plaster over there i don't know i see you have a terrible time um i fucking warned you you're not in school anymore you're on a train with adults now learn your lesson and the boy's like i'm turning it off and um okay so so then the guys return to their seats um so i guess the the story (laughs) yeah so the dear wesley question is uh on public transit um what is the what what is what is what is the right what is your right to like complain if somebody else is making being on public transit like unbearable uh i mean if they didn't put their they didn't put their hands on the kids right no they just threatened to fucking anally insert the kids phones into their asses (laughs) i mean uh, i've always believed that like someone else's rights always like end where my nose begins so like if they want to actually throw a punch yeah, yeah. <laughs> or where my my ass begins. <laughs> That's I love that the ass the clear and present ass doctrine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Listen, so. if speech be, can be considered uh, a danger, your your freedom of speech and movement ends where my fucking butthole begins. All right. Yeah. So I mean, they they didn't put their hands on the kids. So all right, 
I don't know. It doesn't seem like that's bad. It seems like they didn't like the loud music. Let me tell you, I'm kind of on the, the shouty guy side because my neighbors like to blast music on their front porch for some reason. They'll literally step outside and just play music so goddamn loud or they'll sit in their cars and play it so goddamn loud when I'm trying to go to sleep or am asleep or was asleep at like 3 a.m. And I'm like, oh, my dear God. And literally how I've dealt with it in the past, like because I've never been sure what to do. So like sometimes they're out there doing it for so long, I'll turn on my car alarm and see if that'll make them fuck off or one time i went outside and i uh brought you know the that one song the uh hey 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 hey, hey song on youtube yeah the, you know i cry sometime when i'm lying in bed to get all out what's in my head and i feel a little confused that song i'll yeah. put that on my phone and just play it at full blast on my own porch until they like get annoyed by it and go inside or something right <laughs> like people that just play music super loud for hours on end drives me fucking insane because i can't go to sleep i hear it way too well you don't ever like, come out and go oh it comes i'm gonna shove that fucking car up your ass i'm not that confrontational so i kind of admire <laughs> these people for being as such i i mean i i don't know man i, I take you know in new york you take public transit all the time it's like it's horrible but you just kind of like fucking deal with it also because people in on new york trains are and you know i mean i do the 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 fantasy is to be brave enough to deal with it so these people kind of live that for me i'm living vicariously through i think sydney's a little different because in new york there's a possibility they turn it off or there's a possibility that they would stab you in the neck with a fucking screwdriver. Like, if they did know. that, I would have a very different answer for this story. <laughs> yeah, you, that's the thing with New York. You don't necessarily know who you're fucking with. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because um, generally the guy that is plastic music on the subway is also a guy that would not mind fucking popping your eyeballs out of your face. Like there's there's kind of a weird correlation. Um, or, you know, teenagers, because their frontal lobes are not completely... Uh, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, done baking. They They're not developed. Uh, yeah. Teens love to beat the shit out of people. And there's a lot of them. Yeah. I don't know. I would probably just grin and bear it. I would just put my own headphones on and be like, and get on, go on the next car or whatever. Mm-hmm. So what would Wesley do, Pete? I think Wesley would be like, oh, you can threaten to shove. You can start to shove your phones up their ass and their phones up your ass. And then you could call each other. <laughs> With the vibrate on high, then it'd be oh, good time. Yeah, it'd be something like uh, what everyone shoves a phone up their ass and then does a Zoom call. Touch <laughs> each other's assholes. Yeah, that's all it is. Just a neighborly, just touch each other's buttholes. That's what the world needs more of. You know, it'd be like they're talking to my dad, talking to one big asshole. <laughs> yeah, I just man, I, and I also think that like even if someone's annoying you, I don't know if you necessarily have the right to go threaten and shout at them, even if they're being a prick, you know what I mean? Like, because I, I feel like there's also a lot of like, I'm a middle-aged white man. And I have the, I have the right to call people cunts when they do something I don't like. <laughs> I feel like there's a little uh, bit of that. I should say that I'm picturing everyone involved as being white. That would probably change if it was like white people yelling at black people. I'd be like, Oh, that seems a bit not right. I don't know. <laughs> I do like that. The second middle-aged man was just like, Oh fuck. Yes. And like jumped into, <laughs> like i'm he was he was only brave because the other guy was i do like it that he said quote i'm tired of your shit and i'm like somebody's teenage son is not doing what he's supposed to do (laughs) somebody uh, somebody's taking their fucking day out so so i'm taking the shouty guy side peter's on the teen side bobby you're the tiebreaker um i'm on the side of public transportation oh no all three sides have been represented. See, isn't it great because of public transportation that all these people get to meet together and mix it up and share ideas and whatnot? Oh, it's my God, that's Wesley's of- answer. Yeah. Oh, well, isn't it wonderful that all these new friends met each other and they get to do lots of stuff together? <laughs> it's the great cauldron of democracy, public transit. The great oh, cauldron of democracy, one big asshole. Yeah, oh, you put things in it, it's great. <laughs> No, I just learned recently. This is also a well. Everything in the past was terrible. Give me, give me two because this is the thing yeah, that's I'll really sure. me off this week. Go for it. So uh, there was an article recently in uh, I want to say USA Today, mm-hmm. but it was uh, it was it was jumping off of a Times Picayune article uh, coming down on the city government of New Orleans. Now, New Orleans, you know, we're I, I'm from Louisiana. I'm not from New Orleans. Um, you know, we're New Orleans is known for, you know, party atmosphere, tourism and crippling poverty. Um, 
And sometimes those things sort of intersect. So recently, as in, I want to say the last 10 years, so New Orleans has currently, with the St. Charles Carrollton streetcar line, is the oldest operating passenger rail service in the world, like continually operating passenger rail service in the world. Uh, it started with horse-drawn carriages, then it got electrified, and, you know, then later on, and, you know, we, we, we all hear these stories about, like, you know, uh, the, the, uh, oh, my God, I threw up a little, um, anyway. Uh, past was terrible. Yeah, the, 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 the past was terrible. Um, you know, we, we, we all hear the, uh, the, the, the backstories of like, you know, oh, um, you know, they they tore out all the streetcar lines so General Motors bought them all up and tore them out so that everybody would have to buy cars. In New Orleans, it's it's a bit worse. So in the 1940s, they started tearing out the streetcar lines and replaced them with trolley buses. And for people who don't know what a trolley bus is, is it's essentially, it takes all the upsides of a city bus and all the upsides of a streetcar or tram. So they're, they're electric, they run off of uh, cantonaries that, that are overhead, typically two, one will be a positive bar, one will be a negative bar, and the bus's uh, little antennae that stick out to, uh, to, to, to meet these will, uh, you know, it'll draw down from the positive and feed back to the negative. And why electric trains only have one um, instead of two is because they're using the rails as the negative. So that you see, you have the constant power flow going through with electrified trains. Uh, anyway, so New Orleans had, in North America, we barely edged out Chicago for the most amount in miles of trolley bus lines. And in 1969, we were told they can no longer be segregated. And the city of New Orleans decided, great, no public transit for anyone and tore down the most extensive fully electrified like it was green and had been green for generations and replaced it with an unreliable very spotty bus service and recently in the last 10 years the city council the liberal tourist fucking as they are uh extended or rather re constructed a historic streetcar line down Loyola Avenue into the into the Treme neighborhood all of I want to say it's a five mile line and they spent something north of 30 million dollars on it do you realize how much bus infrastructure 30 million dollars would buy um other than this little tourist curiosity sim similarly and I don't know if it's still there does does uh, the city of Savannah still have their fucking trolley on river street that they spent all that money on and it only runs the length of river street uh no no it's gone it's there, it? it's it's not there there anymore like the line is still there they spent all this money to it ran for like a year and a half maybe two years they suspended service it hasn't been back since and now <laughs> with the whole kessler collection built up on the uh on the on the upriver end of River Street, where they turned that old uh, power station into essentially a collection of nightclubs and quasi-racist, questionably racist uh, restaurant choices mm. um, and uh, several hotels, because, you know, that's what River Street needs, more hotels. Um, and more I don't racism. know if it's coming back, because whenever they redid the streets, they buried the streetcar tracks. <laughs> I'm so, sorry, I don't mean I don't mean to laugh because I remember when they I remember when they 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 it was a big to do we're gonna have oh we're gonna bring back the streetcar in Savannah and I was like oh cool is it gonna do like a a loop like maybe it goes like Broughton Street like around you know nope, nope. it just it's runs gonna the shuttle link. back and forth yep. from one end of River Street to the other and we're gonna and spend it's gonna million... run on diesel by the way because yeah yeah yeah. Can't have cantonary lines uh obscuring the view of the <laughs> shitty river from the street so basically like, it's going to be a giant diesel electric fucking trolley car that goes a quarter of a mile and now we spent millions of dollars and then we just buried the tracks because you know um, yeah that's responsible yeah no the past was terrible yeah. God, the past was terrible the yeah. past was terrible 
Well, uh, I think that's uh, terrible. I think that's that's what we're going to end it on today. Um, What do we, what do we want to plug guys? Uh, Well, uh, the, the um, YouTuber that I was talking about before, it's just, it's real simple. Go look up Kyle Hill on, uh, on YouTube. He's got a really good, uh, he's got a really good show. Basically it's, uh, it's essentially uh, he and his AI super intelligence named Aria and they're going through like science problems and stuff like that. It's 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 Bill Nye for adults. Oh, that's cool. Basically, uh, like he he uh, he tested out whether or not uh, Link from Ocarina of Time's weighted boots would have really kept him on the bottom of the water level, you know, so that oh, he nice. wouldn't float. He could actually like he actually had a suit made, and also um, Goku's weighted suit. How difficult would it be to walk around with three times your body weight on your clothing? And turns out he's like, yeah, I can't do this. It was like he uh, took several steps into a public park and was just like, oh, this was a bad bad idea. You know what's funny is I I have a 45 pound weight vest and like 45 pounds. That's like a big bag of dog food. But uh, (laughs) like boy, dog shit. Just, so just it hurts your spine dog. to wear that thing for a long time. Yeah, just wandering around with an extra forty-five pounds is like, oh my god! Like this is, yeah. I did not think this would yeah. be this bad. You know what I mean? Like Jesus yeah. Christ! It yeah, sucks. and if you look at Kyle, if you look at Kyle Hill, he's like fairly, he's fit. Like he's yeah. not like a bodybuilder or something, but he like actually, you know, takes care of himself. Unlike you know me, Most but like you know, people. it's um, yeah, he's got a really good channel. But this is uh, every once in a while he'll have a bit more of a serious episode. But like, yeah, uh, like basically professionally trained science communicator, really awesome channel. Like I said, it's like Bill Nye but for adults. You know, for a long um, time I didn't trust yeah. uh, science communicators because I went to a uh, children's like live event in Savannah uh, mm-hmm. when I was a kid, and it was like a Mister Wizard thing. And I got pulled out of the audience with these other people to um, hold on to these little like electrode things. And we all made a chain. And then he pulled the uh, curtain off of a switch and electrocuted all of us. <laughs> so as a Wonderful. child, as like a seven-year-old, I was electrocuted by Mr. Wizard. And I never you learned not to trust science. science yeah. education. So learn. That's why learn you have the science corner to get, to get your was, revenge. That's you why like, everything you've ever hated. A, it was made in a lab. Masks don't work. Vaccines cause autism. Mr. Wizard electrocuted me and I'll never trust anyone again. Speaking of science, Maybe I want to pitch. That's why there's so much science denial in this country. Mr. Wizard just went around in the 80s and Shock 90s. Shocking all the Southern boys like yourself oh no you just managed to rise above or maybe but that's us, why i'm not racist because i got shocked as a child it burned out your frontal lobe from yeah. an early age before the southern could set in yeah people are like why you know like like why, why did i absorb racism from the south i got electrocuted pretty bad by uh, mr uh, wizard as a child uh, uh, electroshock therapy yeah. Uh, yeah speaking of science and pitching youtube channels i'd like to pitch food theory this week because they had an amazing episode that i thoroughly enjoyed i love all of their episodes like every single thing on that channel is amazing uh, that's just food theory it's Type it in, you'll find it. Uh, the most recent episode was about whether or not Doritos is ripping you off because, you know, it's uh, 18 or like 16 to 18% chips in the bag and the rest of it is more, over 80% air. And every bag of Doritos you buy, it's mostly air or you know, more specifically, it's CO2, but or not CO2, it's, uh, but it, yeah, CO2. Anyway, so you're saying, is it ripping you off because there's so few chips? Why isn't it full of chips? Turns out it's not deceptive packaging. Like this is a spoiler for the end of the video, but it just blew my mind. It is not deceptive packaging. Because what they did is they took a bunch of Dorito bags and they removed all of the uh, intact Dorito chips because there's a lot more broken chips in every bag than whole ones. Once they had nothing but whole Dorito chips, they took the number of Dorito chips that should be in one bag and filled up one bag and they couldn't even fit all the chips in it, no matter how they tried to angle them. They actually do completely fill up the bags with unbroken chips and seal it up, but just in transit it breaks up they uh they all break and crumble and it all falls to the bottom of the bag and but they break the fewest number of chips sealing it the way they do with how much air is in it if they overfill it more breaks if they underfill it more breaks was they ran like durability tests on these now filled with unbroken chips bags and they discovered (laughs) yes with this amount of air the least number of chips breaks and they start with the maximum capacity number of unbroken chips in them that Doritos don't rip you off. They yeah. really don't. These we should we should have a segment at the very end of this called like uh we debunk fucking things that baby boomers bitch about. 
Yeah, like uh, there's too much air in the chip bag. Why do they only get? Why is it the bag full of chips? Back when I was a day, you reached your your arm elbow deep into a barrel full of chips at Old Man Weatherford's store <laughs> and got you as many <laughs> chips as you wanted. Yeah, that that was a wonderful episode. I loved it. And anyway, yeah, that's what I wanted to pitch. That and this show and the Dust Belt books. Those still I'm still exist. I'm still where I'm, I'm copy editing. I'm actually reading do, it. Do you think that you get bad karma for every time you say that, or like every individual time, or is there just like one really big bad karma for saying, oh, "I'll read it this week" and then you don't? No, I mean I am actively reading it, but I'm also in like working my way through my my grad school class is fucking fascinating you, you, right now. You, you weren't five years ago when I wrote it. I'm actually about to do a giant paper <laughs> on uh, immigration policies and how uh, mass deportations negatively uh, affect the economy, which I'm excited about. They negatively affect the fuck out of the children because, you know, the, all the people that Trump or all the children that Trump kidnapped are still fucking traumatized over that. Many of mm -hmm. them like still cry themselves to sleep at night for memory of being kidnapped. And also, like, well, are there still thousands of them that we still haven't found their families? I mean, at this point, like that was a fucking atrocity that happened. Why aren't we still complaining about that? Because I feel like we oh, have people are people yeah. are they're 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 yeah. making little cute little memes about how oh here it was under Trump and then uh, the same picture and here it is under Biden. I'm like yeah, but see, under Trump they were under actively Trump separating yeah. all of the children right. at the border. It, under Biden like, they are not. I will like uh, they might have happened a couple times, him, but he's not a fucking fascist. Really some idiot leftist who haven't read any fucking literature. If, it might, um, it might have happened by chance. That. It might have happened by chance under Obama that some kids were separated from their parents. But Trump had a specific policy of cruelty yeah. mm -hmm. in place to mandate that that happens. That's the oh, biggest oh, oh, difference. They, that Trump and, said and, it and must the right, happen. The right was quick to pounce on it. They were they were so quick to pounce on it. Well, this was a this was a, a thing that was made up under uh, Clinton, and then uh, Bush W did it, and Obama did it. Y'all didn't seem to have a problem. Okay, then ice was invented Jeff under Sessions Bush. To, then why did Jeff Sessions have to make an executive order for the Justice Department in order for it to start? <gasps> was there something different about it? Oh, so so what was happening under Clinton and Bush W and Obama and what is happening right now under Biden mm -hmm. is that if a border agent or ICE or whoever the fuck finds the kids at the border thinks they're being sexual slavery trafficked. They can be separated from the adults that they are there with to meet with a social worker. What Trump did was say, no, 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 all the children. Yeah. Every last one of them. That's um, the I, we'll, we'll do friends. We'll do it if you want. We'll Good do a whole God, episode. Sorry, that is just really no, fucking we'll do, we'll do a whole episode on immigration policies because like I said, I'm about to have to write about it for this class. Um, which is it's gonna be interesting. Um, the other thing I wanted to uh, pitch was uh if you like podcasts and you like history. Um, my absolute favorite. I mean, he doesn't, he doesn't need me to pitch him, but um, uh, Dan Carlin, who does hardcore history, just dropped part five or six of a series on um, it's called Supernova in the East about the um, war in the Pacific. And this latest one is five hours long. And I am like oh. so excited to get started and just like sit there and just listen to his five hours of amazing commentary on the, uh, the that war. Um, Man, I wish I had that kind of time. It took me four days to watch a one-hour YouTube video on Mother 3 this week. <laughs> Most of my time is reading about right now about why Herbert Hoover was such a fucking dick. <laughs> like, he was he pretty was, bad. He, he, had a great, he, he had a great quote when they were like later on, because he lived to like 1964 and somebody was like, you know, you were a pariah and an outcast from your own party and considered a failed president. How did you end up having so much influence on like the um, the conservative movement in the Republican Party? Um, and he goes, I outlive the bastards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So but history he is. So. Yeah. Yeah. He did. He, did. And he outlived he did. the fuck out of him. Yeah. So fucking uh, living, living well or living as an asshole is the best revenge I always say. Yeah, uh, I think I feel like McConnell has achieved the latter. Like he's never gonna <laughs> die. <laughs> Eventually, we'll all die, and McConnell will be like, "No, I get to rewrite the the mankind's history." <laughs> it's we really need to start to thinking about the planet we're going to leave behind for Keith Richards and Mitch McConnell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Well, uh, I guess we'll uh, we'll see you next week when I um, remember to tell you that story about why I might be sterile from visiting a nuclear power plant as a child. Oh, oh yeah. stay stay tuned. Stay, stay tuned. tuned.